0: Namaste, everyone, and welcome to Wellbeing Simplified. My name is Maggie, and I'm your host for this podcast. To reference Greece, the movie, not the country, if you've got chills and they're multiplying and you're losing control, shape up and meditate in your own direction. When you hear the word meditation, what do you picture? Do you picture maybe someone sitting down with their eyes closed and saying things like, um, and you might be thinking, what is that exactly supposed to do? Well, that's what I'm here for. In this episode, we will see how meditation exactly works and the benefits that come with it. Plus, we will provide some tips on how you can start meditating. So, without further ado, let's get to it. But first, let's take a trip to the past to find out where meditation exactly began. Meditation is a practice that dates back thousands of years. But according to positive psychology, the exact creator of meditation is unknown and neither is its origin. The earliest evidence of meditation is found in India around 5,000 to 3,500 BCE. Records can also be found from Taoist monks in China around the 6th to 5th century BCE. There are also links of meditative-like practices in Judaism, Islam, and other global religions. But for today, I will focus on meditation in India specifically. Meditation was used in Hinduism and Buddhism, but for different purposes. In Hinduism, Meditation was used to enhance the mind, body, and spirit. While in Buddhism, it was used to reach a state of enlightenment and self-fulfillment. Have you ever heard of the word Zen? That's a variation of Buddhist meditation. And speaking of which, do you know the Buddha? There's a misconception that he was the one who created meditation. Although this isn't the case, he was one of the key figures to help spread meditation across the Indian subcontinent. During the 20th century, meditation spread to the United States through the migration of spiritual teachers from India. And during the 1960s and 70s, scientists began to conduct research on the impacts of meditation on the mind and body. And with continuing research, meditation was shown that it was for everyone, regardless of any association or ties to religion or spirituality. During the late 1970s, We see an explosion of book publications from various authors and meditation programs offered for individuals hoping to get started on their own meditation journey, whether it's for their own health or for any personal reasons. One of the most popular types of meditation practiced today is called mindful meditation, which focuses on the now, what we're doing now, and to enjoy the now, not to worry about the past or the future. But how does meditation exactly work? So let's go over to the brain. During our everyday lives, our brain emits waves when we focus on a task or we're learning. By looking at brain waves, if it looks like a giant S flipped on its side, that's a wave with a low frequency, meaning it's not that powerful. If brain waves look like a bunch of skinny S's all smushed together, this is an example of a high frequency and it holds a lot of power. Frequency is measured with units called Hertz, like how we measure mass with grams or pounds and length with centimeters or inches. But Maggie, how does this relate to meditation? The lower the frequency, the lower the amount of activity in the brain. With meditation, you're moving from higher frequencies to lower frequencies. According to an article by yoga meditation instructor Ashley Turner for the HuffPost, says that the lower brain frequencies allow for more time in between your thoughts, which will allow you to focus more on certain things. By meditating, your brain is transitioning from something called gamma state, which is 30 to 100 hertz, and it's when you're learning and active, to a theta state, which ranges from 8 to 10 hertz, and is when we have reached a meditative state. Long practitioners of meditation will reach something called delta state which is 1 to 3 Hertz, and this is the state we will experience when we sleep. So, what can meditation do for you? According to the Mayo Clinic, meditation helps emphasize feelings of calmness. It can also increase self-awareness, reduce negative emotions, and increase patience and tolerance. Let's go over to the Harvard Medical School to see it in action. Back in 2012, In a study conducted by psychiatry instructor Benjamin Shapiro and Gail Desbordes looked at the effects of mindful meditation on the brain. They were able to see the effects through functional magnetic resonance imaging or fMRIs. Participants learned to meditate over a period of two months and images were taken before and after the meditation course. One thing that was noticed was the amygdala specifically, which is the portion of the brain that processes emotions like anger, aggression, and fear, became less activated after meditation. But here's the twist. The subject's brains were scanned not while they were meditating, but while they were doing everyday tasks. However, it doesn't stop there. The took it a step further in 2018 and wanted to look at the impact of meditation on depression by looking at networks of self-rumination meaning the constant thinking of sad thoughts, causing us to feel a little blue 24-7. And here's what was found. In general, scientists have found depression is triggered when two areas of the brain become overactive. They are the amygdala and the medial prefrontal cortex. And it's also nicknamed the me-center. When it's under stress, the amygdala triggers the fight-or-flight response. And the me-center is worried about what's going to happen to you. But when you meditate, these connections between the two regions are not so strong, so you're able to disregard any kind of negative emotions. So, if you would like to start meditating, where do you start? If you're a beginner, there are guidance videos and meditation apps which you can use to help guide you through a session of meditation. However, if you don't like someone else telling you what to do or what to think, and you'd like to do it on your own, here's where you can start. First find a quiet space with little distractions. The number one thing required with meditation is focus. You don't want your phone to go off when you are in a deep meditative state. Next, get comfortable. Sitting down or laying down are good positions to be in. Next, relax. Quite often, you will need to focus on your breathing as well as any other sensations on your body, whether it's the feelings of your limbs or feelings of warmth and relaxation. And lastly, you can have a mantra. A mantra is a repeated statement. It can be things that you're grateful for today, things that you're looking forward to doing tomorrow, or dreams that you hope to achieve. Maybe you might want to say OM when you meditate, but you might be wondering, why do people do that? The sound OM is used as a way to connect with nature and everything around us. Kind of like how we can connect with other people with music, movies, books, any other interests that we might have, the sound om can be used as a means of connection. It also has a calming effect on the body. And lastly, there are several different kinds of meditations and I have provided a link in the description box for you to explore and find out which kind of meditation is best for you. Meditation is a wonderful thing to do. I myself have meditated for nearly a year and I would recommend it for everyone. It can provide some amazing benefits for your own health and not only make you feel calm, but really good. So give it a go. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Wellbeing Simplified. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Wellbeing Simplified 2020. New episodes are uploaded every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify and Anchor. Namaste and see you next time.